tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, welcome to Commando On Demand Insider Edition, your fast-paced weekly update straight from Kim's desk to your ears. I'm Mike James, and today Kim is going to talk with Carolyn Whitman. Carolyn calls herself the contest queen and has raked in over $250,000 just by entering online contests, believe it or not. We're going to show you how she does it and how she can enter more than 200 sweepstakes in under an hour. We'll show you how she does that, plus the tech tip today. Of course, everybody has millions of things going on all the time. How do you stay focused and avoid the distractions, avoid the slack, the slowdown of staying focused? Well, we've got seven apps that actually can help you stay focused and get more things done in less time. Also, Kim checks in with Nick Schwab. Nick is a full-time engineer at Ford. But in his side hustle, he's made enough money to buy a Tesla and put a down payment on a house. So what does he do? He's building voice apps for Amazon's Alexa voice assistant. We're going to show you how he does it and how it's become quite lucrative for him. Plus, Kim has this week's hot topics. Big tech has come up with a lot of dumb ideas. Well, (laughs) they've outdone themselves now. This could be the dumbest big tech idea of all time. And a little hint, it's not Facebook or Mark Zuckerberg. Kim will have that, plus YouTube and Facebook have a drug problem, and how their drug problem could be your drug problem. In our trivia this week, social media, of course, is everywhere. So much so that the Queen of England actually chimed in on social media. This was a big story a while back. So which social media platform did the Queen of England choose? Was it Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat? That's our trivia this week. The Queen of England, which social media platform does she prefer? And speaking of queens, we're going to get started in just a moment with the contest queen on Commando On Demand. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing. Cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. This is Commando On Demand, and of course, we're always looking for ways for you to make some extra money. And our first guest is no exception. She is known as the Contest Queen and has raked in over $250,000 in online contest money. Here's Kim. You know, it's hard to attract a lot of attention online. So what a lot of companies are doing right now is that they're running sweepstakes and contests online. And you might be sitting there thinking to yourself, 
whoever wins these things. Well, that's why I wanted to bring Carolyn Wilman on the Kim Commando Show today, because Carolyn, well, Carolyn's not only a winner, right, Carolyn, but you have a whole strategy behind your winnings. And welcome to the show today. Thank you for having me. So how much have you won? Since I started, I started almost 20 years ago, and I've won over a quarter million dollars in prizes. But I know people that have won far more than me that have passed the million dollar mark over wow. 20, 25 years. So what was the greatest thing that you won? Uh, I like to think it was when it was still being filmed. That We went to England for the weekend, and we had a party on the Harry Potter set. Oh, wow, that's cool. And that was really cool. I bet. What did you have to do to win that? That one was submitting an entry form online uh, to our local paper. And oh. there was it ran for a week, and I was entering every day, and we got lucky. One of them was picked. Oh, that's awesome. So, so do you still enter a lot of contests? Not as much as I'd like. I'm, I'm busy, actually. I'm an entrepreneur, and I work with companies on running sweepstakes, so oh, wow. I get to sit on both sides of the table. But I, yeah, I enter every day. I can't go a day without entering. <laughs> so I understand that you can enter some 200 contests in an hour. How the heck do you do that? Well, the first thing you have to do is be organized. And uh, it depends on the contest. So some of them take a little longer than others. But the idea is you use a form-filling software, such as RoboForm, that will fill the form and save it for you. So it makes it a little more automated, but you can't use an automation system because that's, or a bot, because that's against the rules. So the software that you can just go to the website, find the sweepstakes, and then it automatically completes RoboForm. We've talked about it here on the show. Now, how do you actually find the best sweepstakes? I use aggregates because other people have already done the work for you. Nice. Right. So there's lots of websites out there. I have some resources on my website that list them all. There's too many to list. And I tell people, go to the different ones, see who's got the format you like, see what style suits you. And then they they post legitimate sweepstakes open to your region because there's there's ones for all over the world. And is that a strategy of yours is to enter maybe like local sweepstakes that wouldn't have as many entries as say something that's global in nature right i call it concentric circles so i tell people to start at their local and then state and then maybe tri-state or national and then worldwide so your odds of winning are always going to be better when you're entering close by now anytime you enter a contest you know that you have to agree to a lot of terms and conditions and quite often that's giving up an email address. And so I think you're really smart that you use a unique email address. Now, is that just for all your contesting or is that per contest? No, it's. I just set up a separate email address just for entering giveaways. And I do that just to keep it separate from work and, and personal. You don't want you know your emails from Aunt Millie to get mixed in with a contest win. And it also helps cut down on spam. Although I do tell people, if you're on the internet, you have to protect your computer, whether you're entering sweepstakes or not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you just have to be careful anywhere you go online. Now, what about taxes? Taxes are, it depends. That's where it's a little tricky because you probably would pay less tax than you think because it's all based on your income. So if you have a low income, then you're not going to have... Um, a high tax on a prize 
And so I, I say go for it. Enter what you want to win and worry about the taxes after. You know, win it first. That, that's a problem for another day. <laughs> I like that. So in a given month, how many, how many contests can you win per month? Uh, I usually win anywhere between 5 and 15. Now, that sounds like a lot, but you got to remember a lot of them are little. Um, I'm doing one right now online in my local area, and they're giving away small prizes every day. And when you enter, you're in the drawing for a big prize. So I picked up two bottles of water today and uh, and, a, and a drink at the local convenience store. So technically, those are wins, but that's only $5 worth of prizes right there. I was going to say that seems to be like a lot of work to do for like two bottles of water, but you're hoping for the bigger prize. But, right. It's... You know, yes, I was the bridesmaid, but one day I'll be the bride and I'll win. But uh, just last week, I won uh, concert tickets and a night out for my sweetie. So we, I've got date night all planned out. <laughs> it's going to be great. So you mentioned that you're an entrepreneur, so but you're not winning enough to totally like live off of it, right? No, I, I you can't control luck. So I might win three prizes this week, small ones, and then one biggie, and then nothing for a month. And then, you know, you can't, you can't count on your wins. And then a lot of them are consumable, like I've got concert tickets. So I tell people it's a cheap trip or a cheap night out. So what I say is sweepstaking enhances your lifestyle. It doesn't replace your lifestyle. And I'm also a consumer. I always tell people support the sponsor. Well, that's also very good advice. Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I love teaching people how to win because it is so much fun. Well, $250,000 in winnings, that's pretty impressive. And if you have a story that you'd like to share with us here, uh, just go over to the website, commando.com. And at the bottom of every single page, there's a link that says, contact us. Much more to come on Commando On Demand, including seven apps that'll keep you focused and help you remember things that, well, we all tend to forget every once in a while because everybody's got so much going on. Plus, Kim checks in with Nick Schwab. He is the guy that works for Ford as an engineer, but is building quite a side gig by building voice apps for Amazon's Alexa. More to come. Stay right there. Every once in a while, a truly dumb tech idea makes its way up the corporate ladder and out to you and me. This time, it's Amazon. If you own an Amazon Echo smart speaker, you know, aside from just playing your favorite music, you can also ask all sorts of questions. Who stars in this movie? How far away is the sun? What time is it in Paris? There's just no end to the inquiries. So now, Amazon has decided to allow anyone with an Amazon account to provide answers to any questions asked. Participants enter their answers on a dedicated website where they compete with other participants to earn points and badges for so-called good responses. Okay, here's my question. Aside from wrong answers, bias, snarkness, hate talk, trolls, and who knows what else, what could possibly go wrong? Can't get enough of Kim's tips, tricks, and tech news? Watch season three of The Kim Commando Show on Bloomberg TV, Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, or catch the latest episode at commando.com slash TV. It's Commando On Demand, and with so many things going on in our lives, it's hard to keep track of all the different things, especially with many different schedules. And if you've got a family and the kid's going to soccer practice and the dad's going to bowling and mom's going to spin class, it's hard to keep the schedules kind of organized. Or even if you're single and just looking for all the different things that you have with work 
and personal life, keeping everything organized. And that's what this is about. We've got seven apps for you to help you organize your life and get things done faster. Number one is Wonderlist. Wonder, I love Wonderlist. Uh, it's one of the most popular to-do list apps available. And it's a straightforward, pretty simple to use app. And it also is cross-platform, as I mentioned. So all of these are going to be synced across your tasks to every device. From daily routine planning to work tasks, movies you need to watch. Yes, I have a movies I want to watch folder in my wonder list as well. It allows you to add notes and subtasks. I even have recipes. I have about 30 or 40 recipes in my Wonderlist app. You can share your work and collaborate with others as well. So again, if you have a family that's going that has a lot of different directions, you can share schedules and that sort of thing. Wonderlist is available on iOS and Android. Second app we're going to take a look at here is Google Keep. Now, Google Keep is one of the easiest ways to use reminder apps out there. It is free and allows you to set written, photo, and voice reminders. One thing is that its speed is very fast for Google Keep. You can immediately begin typing in your notes or reminders if you need to uh, keep a phone number or whatever you need. It's as simple as opening and clicking a microphone and then you can voice to text whatever you need to save. Now, not only actually voice to text, but if you don't want to read it, you can actually record your voice in there to be played back later at your convenience. Plus, again, you can access it from any computer or device. And again, the real great thing about Google Keep is its simplicity. Even if you just have a task list and you want to check off things that need to get done, it is very, very good for that. Next on our list is Mint. Now, staying on top of bills or all your different accounts across different banks or even 401k or retirement programs, it's hard to do with individual apps. So Mint actually does it all in one. It does take some time to set up. You have to sign into each individual account. But once you do, you get a snapshot of where you are financially at any given time. This also works with uh, utility companies, credit card companies, cell phone carriers, car loans, mortgages. Uh, it can even be used to pay your rent or mortgage. And again, it's pretty simple, but it does take a little while to get set up. That is Mint. Another one that Kim has been talking about for as long as I can remember. She loves this app. It's called Remember the Milk. Remember the Milk is much more than what it implies. It's not just about a grocery list when you're going to the supermarket. Remember the Milk is proven task management to-do list that allows you to share your daily tasks and lists with other members of your household. Again, this is if you have teens and adults that have different schedules and many, many priorities and to-do lists, you can actually share the tasks with everybody so everybody kind of can visually look at the schedule and know what needs to be done when. Each task can be tagged with a specific time and date to ensure priorities, and the app's available again on iOS and Android. Tick Tick is another one that's kind of like Remember the Milk. 
This one has a few cool features geared towards helping you get things done. TickTick organizes your tasks by listing them into categories, which can be further organized into individual folders. Then these folders can be color-coordinated, making them easier to find and distinguish between tasks. You also have in TickTick location reminders as well. So say you only buy something, I don't know what it is. Let's just say pest control at Walmart once a year. So the next time you're at Walmart, you would get a reminder to pick up the pest controller, whatever it is you need. That again is Tick Tick. IFTT is another cool app that whether it's finding your phone, remembering to pay bills, or turning on Wi-Fi, this app has you covered. IFTT stands for If This Then That. It's an all-in-one automation tool that connects apps, devices, and social networks. So you can automate a specific action. It just makes uh, life a lot easier all around. For example, if you can't seem to remember where you left your phone, well, think about that. You know, you're leaving for work and you're a little bit late. You're trying to find the phone. You can let IFTT call it by sending yourself an email with a specific hashtag. And if you have an Android, you can control your phone's volume to better help you locate it. App is great for people who forget to turn on Wi-Fi as well. You can have IFTTT automatically switch your Wi-Fi on as you enter your home. So it has that location device enabling. IFTTT is free, and again, it's available on iOS and Android. Last on our list is Todoist. Now, Todoist is probably one of the better-known to-do lists available right now. And it's free and available on every platform you can think of. So syncing to other devices is no problem for this app. It's easy to use and allows you to organize tasks however you want without feeling too overwhelmed. It is pretty simple. And then as you add tasks throughout the day, week, or month, you can quickly set a date due with a recurring event and priority level attached to it. So from there, you can even assign tasks to a colleague if you're using it for work purposes, for example. Simply set up a task by typing in next week. The app automatically then sets the task for the first day of the following week. Todoist, again, is on iOS and Android devices, and you can download it for free. Want more information on our seven apps every forgetful person needs? Just go to commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And here back with us is Kim with some special announcements. It's coming up soon. Commando community members on Monday, September 23rd. You want to write this down. Go ahead and make an appointment right now. I'm answering all digital-related questions posted in the Commando Community Forum. Did you notice I said digital-related questions? So, you know, the questions about, like, Kim, you know, can uh, you send me, like, an old pair of your shoes, red pumps? Yes, somebody asked for those. Or the hair of your hairbrush? Yes, that was another weird one. Uh, We don't answer those. Just digital-related questions. This is your chance to personally ask me anything related to your digital life. Every single question posted on Monday, the 23rd, we're calling it Commando Day, will be answered. Now, for details or you want to join up, head over to commando.com and click the link in the show picks section. That's commando.com in the show picks section. And one more item I have to pass along. I was reading the New York Post this past week. Yes, I admit to reading page six every once in a while. And they are talking about how couples are now using Google Docs for romance what's going on with that that's right Uh, it's a lot more than just work projects writing back and forth in a shared document or using the inline comment feature because now people are starting one google document and they're adding words and pictures you know that sort of thing because if meeting notes and project proposals aren't a turn on i don't know what is 
but using Google Docs, it does take a little bit more care because the gal in the story actually said that her boyfriend left her some suggestive comments in what he thought was a Google Doc. And it turned out to be her doctoral thesis that she handed in. <laughs> the professor, professor called her up and was like, uh, awkward. This is awkward. And coming up in just a few moments, Kim's conversation with Nick Schwab. Nick is an engineer at Ford, but he's got a side gig that's pretty cool. He makes some extra money building voice apps for Amazon's Alexa. It's next on Commando On Demand. YouTube and Facebook have long been criticized for allowing terrorist and extremist content, fake news, and videos of rapes, beatings, and killings. So it comes as no surprise that they have a drug problem, too. And their problem is now your problem. Thanks to YouTube and Facebook, drug pushers are just inches away from our kids. Teens and young adults are the prime customers for illegal steroids and other drugs that enhance performance and appearance. And with Google's YouTube and Facebook, it's easy to get them. Do a simple search for steroids. You'll be quickly linked to a number of YouTube videos demonstrating how to use the drugs and a WhatsApp contact number to buy them directly. Not to be outdone, sellers on Facebook have pages set up as a direct online marketplace for steroids. Parents, take note. Big tech moves slowly, if at all. Want tech DIY videos from people you trust? Go on over to the Kim Commando YouTube channel and you'll see why Kim's America's top digital expert. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a video. Just go to YouTube.com slash Kim Commando Show. All right, it's Commando On Demand, where we talk to some of the most influential people in technology, the innovators that shape the future, and trailblazers who challenge and inspire us to do amazing things. This next guest is a pretty amazing guy. He works for Ford as an engineer, but his side gig keeps him driving a Tesla and has got him a down payment on a house. Here's Kim. One of the great things about the Internet is that it is an equalizer in so many ways. Like, for example, think about iTunes. If iTunes was not developed or Google Play, we wouldn't have all these people that are making millions of dollars with all these various apps out there. And at last count, I heard there were over 1.3 million apps in the Apple App Store. Okay, now think about smart speakers. You have Google Home and you have Amazon's Alexa. Well, of course, you have various commands that you can use with your smart speaker. But what about those skills? Who's developing those skills and are they making money? And when I read about Nick Schwab, I thought for sure we had to have him here on the Kim Commando Show. Hi there, Nick. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. So now you are a third-party developer for the Amazon Alexa. Explain to everyone what that means. So that basically means that I develop apps for Amazon Alexa uh, on my own time. Amazon doesn't really pay me to make them. I just think of apps that I want to build. I build them, and then if they're successful, I get paid. And then how do you distribute the app? Um, so you build it, and then you go through a certification process through Amazon. It's very similar to the iOS App Store process or the Google Play process. Um, and it goes through that, and then once Amazon approves it, it's live to the um, millions of Alexa customers worldwide. Which is really amazing when you think about it. How long does that approval process take? Oh, it definitely varies. Uh, I've had it take about two hours, and I've also had it take about four weeks. Wow. So it really just depends on how much content your skill has. Now, when did you start developing your skills? I first began developing skills for Alexa in, I believe it was February 2016. Um, and since then, I've published over 54 skills. 
Wow, 54 skills. So like, what is, what's the one skill that you said to yourself, this is going to be a home run, this is going to be one of the best ones ever. And then it was kind of a dud. Um, I would say that was my second skill. It was called opening bell. It allowed people to look up the stock prices for any company, a publicly traded company in the U.S., using the spoken company name. So traditionally, when you look up stock prices, you use right. a ticker symbol. But when you're using voice, um, the more natural way is to just speak the full company name. So I made a skill that did that, gave you the stock price. Uh, then, of course, a few months later, Amazon made it a native feature, which is <laughs> one of those things where I, you would have thought it would have been a native, native feature already. Um, to so begin was, with, I was right. happy to see them bring it in. Let's take it to the other extreme. What's your most successful skill for Alexa? My most successful is thunderstorm sounds. It gets about 100,000 people every day. Wow, you're kidding. A yeah, 100,000 people every single day? And what exactly does it do? It just plays the sound of a thunderstorm. Uh, it's a one-hour track, and you can loop it so it'll play nonstop until you say stop. And did you record the thunderstorm? <laughs> that one in particular, no. Uh, but I do record some of my own sounds. And so how many developers are now doing Alexa skills? I don't think there's an official number, but I would say it's definitely the tens of thousands for sure. Is there a particular secret to building a successful skill, do you think, that you could pass along? Yeah, I think to build a successful skill, um, you really just need to keep the experience simple. Um, make sure you have high quality content and that people can access it in a very quick way. Um, it's, it's definitely a different train of thought than developing an app for a smartphone where you kind of want it to be pretty, whereas with voice, it's just it's more uh, utilitary. Just get the user the content they want as quickly as possible. So now with all these 54 different Alexa skills, have you been able to say retire? <laughs> Maybe not retire, but it's, uh, it's definitely been a bit of financial help. I've been able to do some fun things. So, like, name one thing that you've been able to do because of these the skills getting out there. Uh, I was able to buy my dream car, uh, Tesla Model 3, in red, of course. Awesome. That's amazing. So what do you think the next wave will be for smart speakers? Oh, boy. Um, you know, I think we're still in the early days of smart speakers, and we still haven't seen um, kind of like the angry birds of smart speakers. Um, so I think we're going to see more developers, especially larger businesses, start to develop for these platforms and build some really, really great skills, whether it's games, whether they're uh, utility apps that really take voice to the next level and really entice people to bring these speakers into their homes, into their workplaces, maybe into even their cars. Now, I probably should have asked you this sooner, but do you have a programming background? I do. Yeah, I'm a software engineer by heart. Okay. Uh, I do primarily web, web development. So um, building Alexa skills kind of came naturally to me. Well, I will tell you that I'm sure you've seen the Blueprint page, right, for Absolutely. Alexa. And, and folks, if you haven't seen that, that's really amazing. That's where you can create your own Amazon Alexa skills. It's not quite as sophisticated as the stuff that you're doing, Nick. And thank you for joining us because developing uh, skills now for the, your smart speakers, I really think it's, it's going to be an up-and-coming profession. That if you have any type of coding background, any type of uh, background in engineering, it's really something that you ought to take a look at. We've got links to that and a whole bunch more Alexa skills and commands as well as Nick's skills that you can check out for free over on our website. The official homepage of the Kim Commando Show is, of course, commando.com. 
And with that, it's time for this week's answer to the Commando on Demand trivia question, which is social media is everywhere. You know, you have Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any other uh, numerous platforms. But which platform did the queen choose to use with her first tweet? Was it Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat? Well, if you chose Twitter, you would be right. It happened on October 24th, 2014. The Queen tweeted the following. It's a pleasure to open the Information Age exhibition today at the hashtag Science Museum. And I hope people will enjoy visiting Elizabeth R. It sounded probably a lot like that. Maybe not quite like that. So no one is immune from the draw of social media. And there you have it. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Commando On Demand. Here's Kim with some closing thoughts. In the last presidential election, those annoying Twitter bots were pretty easy to call out. A bot is an autonomous program, by the way, that can interact with people. And it's especially designed to respond or behave like a person. Well, researchers at the University of Southern California found that tweets from bots in 2016, they were rhythmic, mechanical, and very unhuman-like. Most were simply retweeting. But with the next presidential election looming just ahead, the bots have grown way more sophisticated. They do almost no retweeting anymore. So how can you spot them? These bots still can't convincingly reply to tweets you send to them because they're not human. So in an attempt to influence the election, bots are tweeting more polls, they're asking questions, and they're gathering data. Look out for them and assume that who's ever behind them is up to no good. And keep your digital know-how going. Find the local radio station that broadcasts my show, along with more DIY tips, videos, free newsletters delivered from me to your email address, and ebooks on our website. So thanks for listening. I'll see you next time, and I'll see you on the radio for the Kim Commando Show.